Welcome to Wrong Side of the River Gearheads. I'm Sarah. I'm Nick. Mitch. And uh, we're going to be talking about the term uh, newbie. Newbie. Today. Newbies, definitely. Newbie. Um, how, how we started and uh, how we help others start. I was just saying, everyone's been a newbie once and uh, we've all been newbies yeah, at one point in time. Nothing to be ashamed of. It's um, everybody starts somewhere. you got to start somewhere. And honestly, 98% of the times you start at the bottom. So, I mean... Here. Right, exactly. So <laughs> I missed that. That's <laughs> terrible. I'm not starting again. <laughs> you can edit the shit out. Nope, not staying. <laughs> but in our local area, the trails that we run uh, have multiple lines. In many cases, a newbie in a fairly unmodified Jeep can still come on the trail. Absolutely. For, for the majority of the trails, yeah. Yep. And if it's something a little bit technical, as our little groups usually dictate, um, we can help people through. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I'm into that. Especially when you grow someone's confidence. Well, exactly. It's, uh, I think, probably one of the most rewarding things that you can do as a trail guide is... Um, not help. our favorite term. Not our favorite term. I'm sorry. I really, I don't like trail guides and Nick's... Nick's really stoked about the fact trail that Trail volunteer, that. maybe. Trail volunteer. <laughs> the um, one who always gets stuck at the in the leadership position of leading the trail. That's me. And, uh, no, I, I think one of the biggest things, the most rewarding thing that I love to see is when I see newbies start pushing it. Start pushing it. Start, maybe they're a little unsure of if they can do something mm -hmm. and and you know because yeah. you have the experience you've seen similar jeeps similar driving skills whatever be able to do it so you can help push them through that that initial hesitation yeah and once they do do it just the the Ooh. joy and the pride that they absolutely they did and like as i said as myself i get i share in their joy you know we um we ran a newbie run the past weekend uh for of4wd mm -hmm. and i had a uh uh, defend, defender? Yeah, Discovery behind us. Discovery, yeah. And a so, forerunner ahead of us. Yeah. Both fresh. Well, absolutely. But the fact that the Discover, as the trail led on, mm -hmm. he, and I was picking hard lines because it's... Because you wanted to have fun. I wanted to have a little bit of fun. You're there. Right? I'm yeah. there. Yeah. I don't want to take the easy line. So I started taking some more difficult lines through yeah. obstacles as opposed to a lot of the people that we were with. With stock vehicles, fresh off the lot vehicles, mm -hmm. we're taking very um, lines more suited to their driving skills. Yeah. So I was taking a harder line, and then I was watching all the vehicles behind me do it. Yeah. And the defend or the discoverer was like discovery. Discovery. He was like, I can do that. Yeah, and, yeah. like, he started following my lines. Oh, nice. And I started to watch, so then I was like, all right. Yeah. Let's see what we can do here. Yeah. I, you're doing it great. You're let's handling you it great. Your vehicle's yeah. got it. Let's start doing some hard lines. Yeah. And uh, I did a really hard line. I got really off kilter. He followed me. And I was like, how did you find that? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm pushing you now because, like, <laughs> you're, you got it. Yeah. yeah. You have that flow. You have that confidence. I'm not going to put you on a line mm -hmm. that I don't think you can do from now on. If you want to follow my lines, mm -hmm. let's follow the same lines. Yeah. Shorter, so. shorter wheelbase, small tires, um, and open diffs. Yeah. But a confident, but a little bit cautious driver. Yeah. And I mean, he didn't really have a lot of issues. Like there was a few issues where he'd get hung up a little bit. <clears throat> um, just like the wheelbase kind of stopped him a little bit and yeah. put him in an area. Yeah. Or if you got two twisted up. Yeah, because yeah, the IFA are they IRS too? This particular one, I don't know what year this this was, but it had fr fully independent, or did it have a solid rear? I I can't I don't believe I don't remember. I'm pretty sure the rear was solid. And the I could I could have swore it was. Yeah, jeez, I. You're right. The era, 80s, right? Yeah, early 90s. It should have. Was it? Was it? It was a V8 Discovery. So it, like the big tall ones. No, it was. It it was small and narrow. So was it, was it an a, LR3? It wasn't that new. Okay. It was a four-door. Um, it had the V8 in it. Yeah. I, I, it it's had a chassis. It's the one you see all axle. the time. Something like that? Yes. Yes. Okay. No. So that, no. no. It was newer. I say it was more like that one. Like it just... No. It was newer than that, too. It was yeah. newer than that, yeah. Are these 90s? That's an 89. So. Okay. 97? 99? Sorry, like? everybody. We're Googling. 
We're uh, trying we can, to see we can what, edit, uh, right? Something like that. Yeah, it had the smooth front end. Yeah, yeah. so it's the big tall one. Oh, okay, sorry, no, Nick, you're the well. discovery the V8, master. The V8 and the yeah. electrical nightmare if you get it anywhere as close to water. We were joking because I remember that. It's a 250 cubic inch aluminum V8 that they came out in the turbojet mm. or the jet fire back in like 62. And he thought it was a Buick engine. Oh, it's an Oldsmobile engine, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that's pretty sure they're... IFS and IRS? Yeah, uh, no, I'm pretty sure they're a... Um, solid rear. I was okay. just I'm pretty sure it was a solid rear. So, but anyhow, if with any luck, we'll be able to convince him to come out because he says he's gone out off-roading a handful of times, nothing a lot. But really, other than initially, he had a couple lines that he didn't really choose um, that were appropriate for him. But once we got him on lines that, um, sorry, if he got offline and had a few problems spinning to prevent any further damage or problems, uh, that's when we would go back and give him just a quick little spot. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it was really cool to see the growth of our man. Mm-hmm. Because then he would he would choose lines that suit for him. Whoa, look at that crazy diff. Yeah. Oh, man. That's definitely going to be something we're going to have to uh, check out further. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so that was the one movie that we're very proud of. Mm-hmm. There was a fella ahead of us that had a uh, six... 6,000 or 9,000 kilometer Forerunner Pro 4X. So drove it off the lot in Toronto, drove it up here twice, and and uh, it was beautiful. Um, we did have to jump on the CB and say, Hey man, you got that trailer hitch in, maybe just take that hitch out. Yes, we did, uh, receiver, whatever. So it was, you said, Sorry, I forgot the trim level TRD Pro. It had the options, yeah, but did it say like was it a TRD Pro or TRD Off Road or? I think it was a pro because it, sure it, so it had so it had the it had the four modes for off road. Yeah, the off the TRD off road has that as well. So it may have only been that level because it didn't have any of the unique sand colors or or the green. Yeah, you can get them in, but um, the suspension. Did you pay attention to that? How so? I Better shocks. Think, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's what the pro is. It's it's like upgraded shocks and. Yeah, so for the moral story, I cannot say for sure, okay. but um, come to think of it, I did not tell him about, maybe you should put it into rock mode. <laughs> yeah. So I think you were trying to convince him to put it into certain modes. Well, you've got the technology there. Use it. Yeah. yeah. And Use crawl control. Apparently, Toyota's crawl control is amazing. I have yet to try it on the Tacoma, but I'm looking forward to it. So when Cheryl's um, not using it for camping, perhaps we can convince her, or we can just convince Nick to take it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as we know, um, most recently on that recent run, it's a newbie to us, but he's not a newbie to off-roading. Uh, he has that white taco, and that white taco, he says, in the right situation, it will crawl itself along. Where if the wheel's in the air, put the brakes on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. That is how we exploded the diff, though. Rock yes. in a hard place. I'd like to talk to him about, because I like his Tacoma. I want, yes. I want to know. And he's got a great dog. Yeah. So, Okay. Um, that's, we got the discovery. We had the, the G wagon, the old 86 G wagon behind solid axles, front and rear with walkers, uh, 80 horsepower. Yeah. And it was very interesting to see uh, similar size tire. Very interesting to see the discovery go through, maybe struggle a little bit cause he's not afraid of trying a line and a little bit longer wheelbase wise, similar track width and kind of her, her, you know, have a little bit of struggle. Then the, the, the G-Wagon just comes in, it's just... <laughs> oh, he, he barely struggled at anything. But again, locked, yeah. and it had that, that low-speed torque. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then after them, just to touch on newbies, right? Uh, after them was the 392 Wrangler. The first one we have seen in person. And... Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic I, Jeep. Yeah. And a really solid dude as a whole. Yeah, so we ended up, as we spent more time with them, and that's the great thing about meeting new people, newbies, if you will, is that yeah, nice you, start, new people. you start to learn. Talk to them. I like the people that I know. <laughs> well, these are just people you don't know yet. <laughs> but this it took job, me a long time to make him my friend. This, this fellow, um, I think he was a bit nervous at first, mm-hmm. nervous of wheeling, nervous of the trails, nervous of the fact that it's a brand new Jeep. I, don't, I can't say I blame him. That's not a cheap Jeep. No, but he... Um, I don't think financially it was a big barrier for him. Even still, it's even if it's not a big barrier financially, it's still 
what's a 392 Wrangler? It's over 100. Yeah, 115. So that's still $115,000 if you thrashed on a trail. Like if you, think about it, if you go out with the wrong people and you you thrashed it on the trail, they're like, oh, you got a 392 Rubicon. You can do that, no problem. Yeah, so that um, that's another example about being a trail volunteer versus a trail guide. Yeah. Is that uh, when we were spotting, that's what I was getting at. So the 392, brand new Jeep, beautiful Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, even had uh, bead locks, obviously they weren't used, mm-hmm. but it had those, I guess you'd say beauty rings at that point. The, yeah, bead lock capable. Yeah, bead lock capable. Look, yeah. They look great. Uh, a pain in the ass to put <laughs> the air to it because it's all <laughs> yeah. encapsulated. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, so when I'm I'm used to guiding, volunteering, spotting, whatever we can call it, what it is, guiding, guiding. Oh, stop yeah. it! Yeah. When I think about it, like um, if I'm helping you guys and you're helping me, it's like okay, you've already got your line, whatever the mm-hmm. line you've chosen. Yeah. And I'm just there to keep you from damaging your vehicle and to getting into a real tight spot. Exactly. Like with with like us going out, we already have an idea of where we want to go. You're there to see something that maybe we haven't seen yeah. or I'm helping you through it. Yeah, exactly. If that's a little bit or a lot. Yeah. So in this particular case, we're coming down Goodrum and uh, you know that it's kind of a long washout and if you're coming from Salmon, you kind of come up the washout and then it's like the plateau and then you kind of turn the corner and then it goes back into where we met you. Yes, sir. So that particular washout, if you're coming back from the top, um, there's a number of lines, if you will, mm-hmm. and the way that it was washed out at that time was the width of a, of a JL, you had to sort of walk it down. So you kind of just if you just listen to your spotter, so in my case, myself, you can kind of just walk it and you had to kind of, you know. Yeah. So what I'm getting at was um, to to go with our friend with the Discovery, uh, he was very receptive and he was willing to go. The fellow with the G, the G-Wagon, the he'd just see what you had done and he would just stick to his line. Older guy, more familiar maybe. Yeah. And he would just do it. So maybe not necessarily a newbie, but yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe he just wanted to come out on the never been on a sanctioned run before. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so that's probably it. So yeah. he wasn't much of a window down kind of guy. Okay. So then I had the polar opposites, and then we had the three ninety two, and then the four XE. Both Jeeps very similar dimensionally, very similar everything. Yeah, was the four XE a Rubicon? Or? They were both Rubicons. Okay. Yeah. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And my. Um, the way it was, so I'm standing at the obstacle. Both those two guys went, you know, with the Discovery, the, the G-Wagon. And then I, I just am used to you guys, you know, or guys in our group where they just, they're ready to come on. They just, they go through. And then if you need a help or a spot, you're ready to go. But I yeah. had to like, kind of ask these guys to move along, you know. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the difference between the 392 coming on, <laughs> just, just a small distance, a short gap. You know, they only have the 272. But um, he kind of mm-hmm. got on. Yeah, he's like, rrr, rrr. and then I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then the 4XE comes, and I was like, ah, you know, it started up, you know, like, yeah. I was like, uh, you know, but what I'm getting at, back to the rubies is, or sorry, the newbies, newbies and the rubies, was um, they were very trusting of me, um, just saying, okay, listen, give a little bit of driver, a little bit of passenger, and then I say, okay, I'm just going to walk beside you, and then if you don't mind, I'll give you a little pointers this way, a little pointers that way. And then we just walked our way through, regardless of the obstacle. Those two guys were so receptive to help. That's great. And it was so easy. That's great, and that's a big thing if you're if if you are a newbie, like listen yeah. to the guys that have experience. Even if you're not a newbie, though. Well, yeah, that's I mean, true. There's so many people that you sit there and you watch them, and I'm like, I shouldn't have to repeat myself a few times, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. listen the first if time. You just go this way a little bit, you know, just walk it. Out. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, yeah. well, and there's been a few times that I've been like. I'm just going to take a video of you and you you do what you want to do. Yeah. I've done my three. I'm over it. Yeah. Well, when you've seen the similar dimensions, similar wheelbase, similar tires, similar everything go through there, and they've they've hit their diff or they've, they've bumped their wheel or they've wedged something and you say, listen, I'd like you to keep this way or that, you're not just saying that to, to sp- say it. You're tra- saying that to prevent someone having a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the big things about being... Like um, a trail volunteer. I like that much better. A trail volunteer. <laughs> what I think is great about being a trail volunteer, and I do believe it's a skill that is fucking infant, like is priceless, Yeah. is having a mechanical knowledge of what those vehicles can do. <clears throat> yeah. 
I look at okay, so I look at a Willie's and so I know it has. This is a girl who didn't even know it was a discovery. Yeah, well, it's not. So after I know, I, 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 okay, I know what you're saying. I understand though, I, I have shortcomings and the fact of I do have my niche of what I know. Yeah, and I do have to admit I do not know a lot about other things. Yeah, because that's, I that's have my niche. Story. I have my. You have your niche. You have your interest. You're interested in this. That over there might be cool for somebody. Not your thing. Uh, if you yeah. if you gave me a key, I can't tell you anything about it. Yeah, yeah. it's not my wheelhouse. It's not what I'm mm-hmm. interested mm-hmm. in. You know, is it a shortcoming of mine? Yeah. Absolutely. But no, it's if you sit there and you know, like I know I have a Willie's edition. All right, so I have a limited rear, like I have a limited slippery rent. Yeah. All right, Rubicons. All right, so I have the access to two lockers. Yeah. Plus the sway bar disconnect. Yeah. All right, I know that you, Nick, disconnected your sway bar in the parking lot, so I know you have a longer travel in your Willie's yeah. than you would on a, yeah, so a your Willie's. Open diff's gonna stay yeah. contacted. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like. Being aware of that, being aware of what the vehicles are, being aware of wheelbases, being aware of the mods that are done, yeah. it helps out so much. Yes. Because I can sit there and I can put a TJ through an obstacle differently than I put you through an obstacle, yeah. and they're both two doors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you have you, who are in between you and Nick and I, yeah. for wheelbases, plus clearances. And then you have someone's confidence or or maybe even in my case sometimes i know i won't make it but i want to see what i can do yeah yeah but again that's maybe not a newbie thing no that's that's an everybody thing yeah yeah because we have we had it where yeah we've had it before where someone that's like like big white jeep Mm -hmm. relative newbie sometimes overconfident that is probably the most, um, I find, the scariest thing. Yeah. Is when you have a newbie who is overconfident because that usually puts us into situations that... Things um, break. You see people breakage. Are... You see people angry about it because they're not getting the what they want. Like, you just, you see a and whole... And also, bunch... aside from breaking and people angry, that puts you in a bad situation. As a, as a guide trying to spot them over something... And they hammer too much, and they slip off and into you. Like that's not good. I've seen I've seen you have to jump out of the road before. Yeah, and yeah. I have. Uh, I've been almost cleared cleared out a few times by. Yeah. Uh, well, we had uh, um, on forest coming down slide in the wrong time of year, right? Yeah, more of a fall thing, wet. Where we're coming down, and then because of that one little crest, one little ledge is not straight across; it's on an angle. It looks as though the jeep's going to roll, and kind of comes up, and it's like, yeah. whoo. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second, friend. Like. But there's quite a few trails um, going back to the OF4WD run uh, that there are certain obstacles that we're not allowed to walk our newbies through. And if we have that trail and we're on that obstacle, that obstacle can only be done this way. As per the rules? As per the rules as far as our insurance goes oh. for our newbies. Because it's due to skill level, they believe it's out of their wheelhouse no so, matter what, so it's shut it off. So would one of them be that washout just before the greens entrance? Like, no, that was open. Weirdly that's enough. That's probably the most difficult one on the trail. That's, that's end of the line stuff. Oh, yeah, so that's on Goodrum, absolutely. No, I'm talking about other trails that we have access oh, to. Oh, okay, okay, um, I gotcha. The wall on Scotch Line is completely <sighs> off limits. We yeah, also have, yeah. um, on Pencil, the mountain is off limits. Unless you go up the water and through the water. You cannot go up the side of the mountain how you, we go. I can see it. Absolutely. I can see it because it's tight. And at the, be- just the before water. and just before you get up to the top, there's that bit of an off camber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we come down you there know? the last time, it was hilarious that coming up there, and I know it's, it seems obvious, but in a front-wheel drive vehicle, sorry, a front-steer vehicle, it's very natural. You're climbing that way. Mm-hmm. But then when you're coming down that way, it's not natural. I kept finding myself where the rear was, was getting into stuff that shouldn't be. Mm. And it's like, oh, sorry, Diane, I'm going to back up again. You were <laughs> stressing pretty hard a few times during it. But I do, I, I mean, it handled it just fine. And we got oh, yeah. everybody down through and everyone played in the water and it was fun. Yeah. And we tried something new. We went down the mountain as opposed to up the mountain. Which you got to try cool. that, Nick. With dry brakes. Nick won't go on pencil. He doesn't like it. So. That's right. You hate pencil. Yeah. And it's been wet. Sorry, mm-hmm. Nick. Pencil who? Mm-hmm. I'll come to the other way. Is there any puddles the other way? There's a lot more puddles. <laughs> I think that's where oh, all the puddles are. That's where all the puddles are. 
Oops. Yeah, yeah. No, we can't helipad you in there. No. Just Willie's airdrop. Well, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be we need awesome. to get a helicopter. That pilot. would be sweet. Yeah. Load lifter like a Chinook or something. It's not a Robinson. I don't know what that is. It's a piston driven helicopter, apparently. They're notorious for blowing up. Oh, that's mm. fun. And then. Yeah. Well, you hope you're high enough that you can get into auto rotation and hope. have a little bit of a softer landing. You're, you're probably you're probably not doing auto rotate with the willies on the front. No, probably not. <laughs> you know, auto crash. I don't know if Robbies are big enough to lift a willies anyway. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, solves that. Yeah. So one of the big things that we that I do personally, I don't like doing newbie runs on my own. No. Which sounds really weird, but when we do our newbie runs, which we've ran a few over the years. Um, what usually happens is we, you and I only bring one Jeep. Yeah. And you drive, usually, on average, or we'll switch out. And one of us will literally walk the trail the mm-hmm. entire time. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you through all the obstacles. Usually, what I like to do before an obstacle, I like going down. I like talking to the driver. All right, so this is what, so this is this obstacle. It's the ledge. Um, the right is the easy way. The left is the hardest. Middle is obviously the middle. Um I think for your skill level and everything like that, we should try the easiest. But if you want to try the hardest, we'll gladly walk you through yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be grabbing some videos, listen to yours, or so-and-so is going to spot you through, or I'm going to spot you through. Any questions? And we just kind of really... Yeah. I really... I, I know it sounds crazy and totally bragging, but I really like how we run our events because I really feel that we have quite a connection with each driver. And, and, we're able and the to, big thing is you keep it small. Yes. And and intimate. personable. Yeah. Yeah, intimate. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. That way, the when biggest... you have a problem, I can be there for you. Yeah. Like right. you have what two, three, two, three newbies per. The biggest newbie run we had was five jeeps. Five noobs. Five newbies. Five newbies. And then yeah. how many? And plus, which one was that? Four. We ran pencil, so there was me. Was I on that one? No. Ken. Jonathan. Oh, and then the, okay, there's Lena, Joel, the Gladiator. And then the little red one. Yeah, Artem, Jen. Mm. There was another one. I swear to there was another one. But no, you're right. It may only have been four. Mm. Either way, we had four newbies. But yeah, there was three. Three or four of us. It was an even an even match. It's perfect. Because then you could have, you could have a, a volunteer, a volunteer, and a volunteer. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. Well, no, I did every other. And what was good is we... Um, like, you know, I, uh, I put... Lena, who is in, uh, sorry, I know I'm pronouncing her name wrong. Lena in with a, um, she was behind, she was with Ken. Yeah. Well, she drives a four-door, or four-door JL. Oh, so she Ken can is a four-door So what door Ken jail. can do, she should be able to do. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I try to couple the Jeeps with the vehicles with similar yeah. characteristics. Yes. Dimensions, characteristics, everything like that. Um. You know, I was really excited to see the Gladiator because it was one of the first Gladiators that we'd ever ran with. It was really cool to see him out on the trail and everything like that. That was... Big meets too, 37s? 37s, yeah. And uh, it was really cool to kind of watch that grow through because, again, when we first saw, when we first met Artem, I I hadn't seen a Gladiator really on the trail, let alone one that was modified on the trail. Yeah. So... We saw that one at Greens and that's, I think, the only one I've seen out on the trail. I forgot about that one's at Greens. That was pretty yeah, big. Yeah, it was a Rubicon on 44. Sorry, 40s. Was, yeah, it was brand new off the lot, pretty much. And that was before we hadn't done the ton swap because my Jeep was at home. Yep. Because we didn't want to risk breaking it. Yeah, so we had the Again. Cherokee. Yeah. Yeah, we had the Cherokee on a really yeah. hot... I know somebody who wants to do Greens in the worst way. I know, I know one individual who's sitting next to me. And there's also another individual who's not here. Oh, yeah. Gary wants to do it. Oh, yeah. No, I bet he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we trust his sister. Yeah. He, we were messaging. Mistress. He's like, we don't need Sarah to come to go. Oh wow, that's rude. Yeah, you guys could tackle it quick in two, <laughs> two of them. Who's gonna ditch us? Take like a Wednesday off. Well, if you babies don't want to go on it, then we'll just have to go by ourselves. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> babies. I am okay. So, all right. So, I am okay doing greens. My biggest issue with greens and why I will always gravitate towards forest is. Very simply of the fact, I hate conga lines. I hate conga lines. I hate sitting for hours. I hate waiting for hours to get through a single obstacle. Yeah. No. So when Mitch is like, hey, Nick up on a Wednesday. You Nick up on a Wednesday, I will gladly go with you. Because on hopes, no one's going to be there. I work on the Wednesdays. Well, your responsibilities need to... Need to shift? 
Yeah, well, okay. just well, being an adult and responsibilities mm-hmm. and all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. No, like, you can't you can't be de- weekday wheeling if you're going to hit a trail. No, you, you know? can't. So, I mean, if... I have no problems running greens, but that is my biggest issue with greens. Yeah. It's just what a bloody parking lot it is. It is. It's a well-known trail. It's a very well-known trail, and, then, and it's when you... Well... And once you've escalated past, you know, you got yourself this, yeah. you've got yourself that mud, you always want the challenge. Yeah. Well, look at that uh, red jeep that's running on. That's all the trail he wants to run. Yeah. Him and his buddy are just like greens. That's it. Well, yeah. and but again, you and I like forest. It's And I was actually talking with one of the trail guides that we had at OFRWD mm-hmm. there. And I said to him, because he was talking about greens, I went, I like forest. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why do you like forest? I'm like, it is so quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, very rarely do we see other vehicles on it. Yeah. He's like, I he's like, I can't. I can't. Can't argue, can't with, can't that. argue with that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm like, I love how quiet it is. I can make it again super hard. It's all technical. There's absolutely no like driving for yeah. a few minutes to the next obstacle. Yeah, zero water. It's just zero. Yeah. It's obstacle after obstacle. There's no water. It's just a really hard. You got to be on your A game to drive through. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely. Yeah. You know. And I'm like, and that's why Mitch and I both gravitate towards forests mm-hmm. over greens. Yeah. But. So, um, so we we talked about some trails. We talked about trail guides, trail volunteers. What are some tips or some things that are your thoughts when it comes to being a good trail guide? Oh, the trail guide. I was going to say, being a newbie is pick your trail guide wisely. Definitely because pick who, your trail guide wisely. No, ne- never mind that. Never mind it, it. If someone calls himself trail guide and they got a trail guide banner, no, don't not no, even the. Not even worried about damage to your vehicle and whatnot, but you pick a trail guide who has who you mesh with, who Personality. has the same the same similar driving style. Like I want to get to this sort of driving style, then you pick a trail guide like somebody who wants to drive Rammy and and whatnot would not be a good fit for you. No. Whereas somebody who wants to drive gentle and you know Steady. maybe try a couple of things and then give it as they go, like very much your style. Would not be good with some other trail guides who tell you to send it the first oh. time out. Yeah, they'd be incredibly right? frustrated from the first get out. Yeah, so yeah. because that's going to dictate how you learn how to drive. Yeah, and that can make a trail long. Yeah, like this past weekend, we had a guy that was uh, fairly fairly steady. He wanted people to go a certain way to keep the flow, and then when we were looking after some of the middle people, maybe we had our own way, and then mm-hmm. you know, and then the guys at the back they had their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all. I would say there was four of us on um, that trail with, there was 16 of us, 16 Jeeps, four of us were guides, and we were all drastically different. We had, sorry, I don't mean to just get on our soapbox, but I felt like we were more supportive of people trying their own line. Mm -hmm. So when you'd have a quick discussion, okay, so you see them guys up there, you know, they're trying the obstacle. This we've talked about that one where there's yeah. a big ledge. Okay, there's three different options. Uh, this is the hard line. This is the common line. This is the if you don't interest it. Mm-hmm. And a couple of guys just went left because they're like, I don't even want to try that. Yeah. So, you know, you have your own your own choose your own way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And then your wife went out there, and I was just like, I'm here to have fun. Let's go pick the hardest line I can. So there there was some change of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I changed uh, Sarah and her Jeep after that. Um, there was, was like, a, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know she was doing that line. And then nobody else did it. <laughs> no one else did it. I picked a really hard line. And a two-door and 37s didn't go up the same line? Come on. Was it like one of the guides? Yeah, yeah. 8 PSI on like Baja Pros. No, Baja, the latest ones. Baja Boss? The X, like the no, wild no, ones? no, no, not the wild oh, ones. Okay. They're, they're the, the, the street, street tire, the street mix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, eight psi, and I was like, oh, you, you didn't go up there. No one wanted to try my my line. You tried it twice and just nailed it. Well, no, I did it once. I knew I wasn't going to get up the first time. The second time, uh, they were worried I was break. I broke, and I was like, no, that's just that's just my fucking limited that's just slip. The G80 just oh, that's that's just G80 my limited things. slip doing its thing. Just just ignore that. Hey, your tire stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got I got that told. I was like, your tire stopped, and I was like, it's supposed to do that. It's all right. And I looked at you, and I went, I'm going to give this one more shot, and then I'm done. All right. And you were like, it's it's your Jeep. I guess yeah. you'll break it if you want to. And I'm Jeez. like. All right, because, uh, 
It's the it's the breakover. It always it always hits the chassis. Yeah. So it's like just Rrr! ever so slight, yeah. And then yeah. it just goes, and the rock was dry enough that you're just bop, 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 bop. Yeah, I don't even think it was that much work, but yeah, she she climbed up it quite nicely, and as soon as that front end came up, I was like, we're out of it. So we you can it. imagine any of the newbies that are watching that. We're head over heels of joy. They're like, oh, the uh, the forerunner. A woman in a big jeep. <laughs> the forerunner was like, that was amazing. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm here to wheel too. <laughs> so, and that's that is the beauty about having um, some experience on these different trails is that you can go up these different lines and, and you know that you're not just wasting time. You're going to try something. You're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Like that's I mean. what I mean. I gave myself three tries. That's usually yeah. how we handle most obstacles mm-hmm. is three tries, yeah. and. Uh, I knew if I wasn't going to get on the last one, I was going to back down. I was going to pick the, uh, like, the wash around that you went down. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go up that way. So. You've scampered up there before. Yeah. I scampered up there when I was coming in to meet you guys. Yeah. I was Solo. So there was, a, there was a group that had just finished going over it. I, was, I thought it was you guys because I didn't understand where exactly you were and which direction you were going. In Our way. conversation was a bit diluted. Terrible signal, yeah. but. But anyways, uh, regardless. And then there was a gray JL, which, which looked like Ken's almost. And I'm like, okay, well, that's them. So I hurry up to get behind. I'm like, oh, that's not them. <laughs> oh, well. So I wait, I wait for the last Jeep to get up. And then I just pick my line and go and didn't make it the first time. Because the way I go is I, I try nice and slow crawl yeah, up the See first if you time, can touch it, yeah. See if I can. And then the next time I give it a bit more. And if I still don't make it, then that's when I... Max effort. Not max effort, but that's max emotional I, effort. Max effort that I'm willing to give for that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. solo, no spot. Yeah, yeah, no friends. So, but <laughs> as I'm doing this, there's a bunch of guys coming down, and like they're kind of like, looking at me. <laughs> Who's got the two? Yeah, yeah, and then I just scampered up, and I'm like, "Thanks." They're like, <laughs> "Where's your friends?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm going awesome. to meet yeah. them. They're somewhere here. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like a kilometer away from my amigos. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome! So, it was it was a good time. Oh my god, that's just uh, that's just good wheeling. Yeah, I so. say probably some of my first trails that I did um, wheeling would have been at would have been on that private land up in mm-hmm. Cajun. Yeah. And actually, some of the most wheeling I did, or sorry, the like the new wheeling I did was actually with you. Was when I met you. That was probably one of my first second runs out with the extra. Yeah, once we got all hooked up with the four DVD and the trails. We just started going, and like once we found forest, like forest was a thing. Yeah. Now forest has grown quite a bit since then. Mm-hmm. A lot of water, not grown. It's actually eroded, but yeah. And the next thing you know, we're building jeeps, enjoying ourselves, and working on jeeps together. Yep. Yeah. I don't even. I can't remember where I would have started. Like it was so long ago. Your first trail with us was forest. Well, first trail with you guys was forest. No way, really? Yeah. Yes, it was because Nick. We traumatized poor Nick. Yeah, you're like, hey, yeah, we're going wheeling. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I haven't really wheeled the jeep, but yeah. I don't really know, know you that well, but yeah, yeah I guess uh, yeah, I trust well. you. Yeah, it was the worst decision you ever made. I think. Well, and it, do we go up the backside? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did everything. You're like, I'm oh, going to test uh, this guy, see if he's worthy of our friendship. We uh, we burst his cherry pretty good. And it's like, best friend stamp. Oh, yeah. Well. You're ours now. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah, so that was my first real wheel, wheeling in the Jeep. Like, I went, I'd say probably first I went real wheeling back here. And, yeah, first re- re- real wheeling around here. Like, yeah. I've done, we had to I, test I did hogs, hogs back and whatnot. Because I didn't know about any of the other trails. Yeah. Um, but like when we had the Pathfinder, I did that. We'd go up north and trails and whatnot up there. But yeah, and those trails can be pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do like the rainy or anything in the Pathfinder. Rainy we in stuck the rain. To more, more hogsback esque sure. stuff. Just basically gravel road that's been grown in. Yeah. Scenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then when I was in geophysics, it was all. There's some sketchy situations in like an F three fifty, F two fifty. That's real wheeling. That's and, real. Yeah, and Argos and yeah, there's no friends. It's you. Oh yeah, no. It's uh, you go as far as you can in two wheel drive, and then when you get stuck, you use four wheel drive to get out to turn around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's newbie stuff. Yeah. But no, but I do. Uh, oh, one thing I know I'm, I promote or for to be DIM on the board, but uh, I do believe that the one thing for any newbie starting out if you're thinking about doing it is uh get an o4wd membership because the trail index allows you to see 
all the trails locally. Yeah. And the resources that, that are behind you with the OF4WP. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the amount of money that we have um, able to invest into the trails and everything like that yeah. is great. Send in well, trail reports. And my, my favorite is that when you have access to the trail index, you're going to go on trails that, of course, once you've got access, you've paid for the membership, blah, 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 you got the insurance. But you're going to be on trails that you're not going to get in trouble for being on. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not on private land. You're not yeah. on someone's area. Where and you know where that trail goes. And there's a, yeah, exactly. You know, okay, approximately about halfway. Well, that was about 20 minutes, half hour. Okay, I got about a half hour to go. But then also, uh, being part of a club or an organization, then you're not maybe on your own. Yeah. yeah, you know, like you have a, you know, maybe you can be some of these newbie runs or so on, and you can can be part of a club or an organization mm-hmm. that allows you to uh, go out with people. There's like, one Jeep dealer. I can't remember. Joe was mentioning it. Is it his dealership? No, it's not. No, not not Jamie Joe's. <gasps> oh, there's one dealership that with every purchase of a Jeep. You get an OF4WD membership. That's a wonderful idea. It's an amazing idea. Why doesn't Williamson do that? Right? I actually... Williamson think Chrysler? I might be pitching yeah. this idea to them. I need to <laughs> go in and have a chat with them. Yeah. Is it um, London Way? Because I think, remember how London area was a big Jeep group? And we're back. Hey, we're back. Momentary beer, uh, beer run. No, um, we were discussing uh, before we left off uh, the benefits of being an OF4WD member, yeah. um, especially for newbies. I really feel that it's a great um, organization to become a part of because it allows, as we mentioned, that we don't have trespassing on private land. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it also, I think the big thing for newbies that we discussed with a few of the newbies this past weekend was um, you can go on the index and you can see, oh, okay, well, that trail I ran mm-hmm. was a two. Oh, well, I can clearly handle the one yeah. with a small group of people yeah. on my on mm-hmm. our own. Mm-hmm. You know, and it does, I, I feel it helps inspire some confidence. Yeah. You know, and as long as the trails have been rated accordingly, if you've done a two, well, maybe a three or a two plus or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, there you go. So it could be a two trail, but it has like some, some offshoots that are a little bit tougher or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, also they have the, um, the, uh, the directory as well that has all the groups listed. So they can, you know, oh, well, I've, well yeah. you've ran trails. Okay, what trails have you ran? Well, I've ran Goodrum, I've ran Pencil, you know, and just yeah. easy trails. And yeah. it gives uh, groups the uh, idea of what they've done in the past yeah. Yeah. as well, too. And it allows, it allows them to find a group that's local to them as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah whether it be big or small. Yeah. yeah. As I said, there's that, um, there's a trail directory we can go through and has all the um, OFRWD affiliated uh, groups. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Um, so I think Mitch asked a question earlier before we went off on a tangent about OF4WD and picking your trail guide and whatnot, Mm -hmm. is what makes a good trail volunteer, in your opinion? Someone that has a bit of an idea of the lines, has a bit of an idea of the vehicle, whatever the vehicle Mm -hmm. may be, and then also is willing to work with the driver. Yeah. So if the driver... Well, we've had it where... The driver is a single guy, gal, whatever, or the guy is a guy that's dealing with the family in the background, and the kids are screaming and crying mm-hmm. and carrying on. It's like you got to get that guy, gal, to focus and calm down and just slowly work their way through the trail. Yeah. Never mind what's going on behind, right? In in my opinion, um, experience is is the biggest one. Like like experience, seeing those other different configurations of vehicles going up different lines and and whatnot knowing what like you say knowing what the vehicles are capable of for the most part for the most part yeah Mm -hmm. and then like you said also having an idea of like maybe you just need a touch more momentum yeah or when you see it front tires on this ledge rear tires on this ledge and they're spinning rubicon willies sahara whatever and you say to yourself okay like just stop for a second now i want you to go back six to eight inches okay yeah now stop and give it a little bit more gas than yeah. you did. Patience. And then it just walks up. Yeah. And you say, see that? Now that person's got that skill. Yeah. So that newbie has gone that one step farther. Yeah. And that, that's not hard on the vehicle. It's not nothing. But it's like that person is now know what they can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, patience. Oof. Be very patient with, with new drivers who may not be 100% yeah. comfortable. I think also the ability to adapt as well. Mm. to all the people that you're you're mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. you know because you can there's well even the four that we were 
in charge of, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better term. Yeah. Or five, I guess. The four or five that we were in charge with, every single one of them was very different with drastically different knowledge. Yeah. You know? So you had to approach each one mm. with yeah. a different approach. Yeah. And vehicles you and know? background. Well, I, w- I was just going to touch on... Personalities. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of personality, speaking of experience, uh, think about years ago when we had that... Um, uh, that four door. Remember Dana? Mm-hmm. Remember she got to a point where she was stuck. She was bellied up or something on a four door, and she was having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And she was and she needed a moment to stop. And I think you you walked up to her, and you just gave her a moment, and you just said, "Listen, like, are you okay? Like, what? Let's talk about this." Yeah. And then never mind what the trail guides say, and never mind what everybody else is saying. How are you doing? Yeah. And then. You're able to just walk her through it, and then yeah. So she still went around, or she had to do whatever. But um, sometimes just being aware of the person, the driver, whatever the case may be, and just uh, and getting them back with their head screwed on right. Yeah. So and that's an extreme example, but that happens. Like if you're if you're used to just driving down the road and things go well, and then next thing you know you're slipping and sliding, you're not making the traction. Well, even talking to people when they break and stuff like that, like it's an unfortunate byproduct mm-hmm. of wheeling. But it is something that still happens. Yep. So to sit there and to address it, all right, well, this is not an issue. You know, this is an easy fix. This is how you can do it. And a lot of times we can do a lot of trail fixes. But also, too, we have the knowledge to take you home and help you through any issues that you might be having. Yeah. We may have insights of how to do it. We may have insights into parts. Like, yeah, that's that, you know what, that touches right on what you're saying about the local clubs. Yeah. Like if you're from London, you're from Guelph, you're from Lindsay, Quarth Lakes, you're from Cajun, you're from Minden, whatever. If you have a club that's that's local to you, then you're going to have friends that are local to you. Yeah. And everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. So whether somebody knows how to fix something or somebody knows someone that can fix it for you, mm-hmm. that's that's where the clubs come in for a newbie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is really good to attach yourself to a club if you have the ability to do so. Like, I know ourselves, we aren't accepting new members this year. We do try to keep our club very small. Because yep. um, I do, I really enjoy when we have the whole family out. We have all of us out there, mm-hmm. and we're out wheeling. And it's not a huge conga line. If you've got 50 people in your club, it's it's tough it's a, to You can't that. go out on a trail yeah. together. And then well, you lose the, for, for us personally, you lose that personal touch. Yes. Everybody is friends. Everybody... And everybody knows every other, this sounds terrible, we all know each other's businesses. Yeah. Um, we're all very open with one another. We're all very supportive of one another. Yeah. And we all work together. Yeah. And we're all there for one another when we need them. Well, and like everybody, for the most part, knows everyone else's Jeep. They know everyone else's confidence level, ability, mm-hmm. whatever. So no matter what, like we all have each other's back, you know? Yeah. No, and I, I would hate, I would hate for us to grow to a size where you have to say, okay, um, this weekend, you know, we're going to do a hard trail, we're going to do an easy trail. Um, yeah, so and so is going to spot this one. You, <clears throat> I'm going to run this one, you know, like. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the, the, you lose that. You lose yeah. that fun. Well, like, we started off, it was just us going out wheeling and we wanted a, uh, <laughs> a place to post pictures. Yeah. And then it started. And then you kind of ran with it. And now look at us, like we have so much social media, we have... Um, we have a podcast. You have a yeah, podcast. podcast. Yeah, who would have thought? We talked about the podcast and I'm like, uh... uh so, uh, so uh, <laughs> can we get together like every week? Like, yeah. Uh, oh, shucks. We oh, get to hang out and do the Jeep things. Yeah. yeah, I gotta go hang out, talk to talk to them, drink beer. I yeah, still remember when you uh, when you pitched that idea to us, and I was like, I know it's not going to happen Oh, it's here. too much work, yeah. And you're like, but think of the content. We talk about such interesting stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but. It's interesting to us. Will anybody watch it? Meh. Yeah, Meh. well, we can hope yeah. for the best. Right. I know Gary watches it. Thank you, Gary. Thank yeah, you, Gary. Gary. Hey, Gary. We trash talk you a lot, I guess. So we definitely need to give you a shout out. And yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to Gary coming up and doing a podcast. because One of I think these days, if he ever comes up this way. It is a bit Gary who because he's busy. It's yeah, they're busy. They've got friends of theirs are getting married this summer, so mm-hmm. there's been that. I think a couple of different friends are getting of theirs are getting married this summer. Yeah. The tricky thing about summer is that every weekend has a purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. like n- rarely do you have a weekend where you're like, oh yeah, like uh, I'm just doing nothing. Mm. No, no, you don't have that. Like it's like you're no, busy. I know personally from May until September, every weekend pretty well is booked. The one day or the other. 
most of it is both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I said, so we got to put the uh, extra back together. Yeah. Yeah, we have to do that, yeah. Great thing is about that is in the garage, we can do a few minutes at a time, 15 minutes at a time. Hmm. You're going to come home one day and the whole front end's going to be apart. Well, I guess we're doing it. (laughs) I taught myself how to pull bearings apart. I can pull bearings apart. (laughs) Oh. You've never done hubs. No, I have not done. No, I've sat through and watched you do hubs, but I've never done hubs on my own. I've watched you do it. I can do it. No problem. Didn't look that hard. Yeah. I was chasing children. You were doing the hubs. I pretty much know it. (laughs) No, I'm well aware of the fact I do not know how to do hubs on my own, but... I can get a whole bunch of other stuff sorted. So Well, whether it's a nut or a C-clip, then the piece comes off. Mm-hmm. Nut, C-clip, something else comes off. No, because you and I, we work through the XJ. We're completely off topic. Um, you and I work mm-hmm. through the XJ hubs because we've taken those apart a few times. Yeah. So I've sat through that one a few times. As you said, enter in between chasing after kids and all that nonsense because our kids are definitely active individuals. I wouldn't say they're boring, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had the Jeepers out this year. No, we haven't had it. And it's it's illegal. She can go out. She can go play. Yeah. Yes. So, to recap. Yeah, I was going to say, to recap, um, newbie's not a derogatory term. Don't be ashamed to be a newbie. We all started somewhere. Um, and just and just and just get out there, whether it yeah. be a, like a, a low model sport or all the way up to a Rubicon just even even if it's not cheap, if it's four wheel drive, go. I've seen people wheeling in friggin' Subarus. Subarus, there was one we had. That was, it was on pencil. It was a jacked up Subi. Yeah. No, what was the one on Crystal that we saw? That Dana was leading. Oh. And there was a few vehicles in there, yeah. and I was like, "Well, there's that, that, that Lexus in in that too, wasn't?" Yeah, there? I think there was a Lexus was, in that. Those are nice. Those are uh a lexus forerunner basically mm-hmm. okay yeah there was uh we've seen i've seen raptors oh we saw a dodge power wagon do you remember that yeah that was a big blue power wagon on crystal or um pencil yeah but like that was a large vehicle mm-hmm. and we had to get way over for that guy to go by <laughs> yeah. like hey man like what do you do yeah. it was a brand new power wagon too yeah it was a dealership or something that had a bit of a run yeah <laughs> so i mean no matter what you have as you said, as long as it's got four wheel drive or yeah. uh, I guess all wheel drive, drive, you have a yeah. you have a fighting chance of getting out there and enjoying the trails with yeah, us. Yeah, hook yourself up with a with with OFRWD with a local group. Yeah, um, find a, find a newbie run to sign up to. Um, I know a lot of newbie runs you have to pay a little bit. Yeah, but um, it's. It's Most usually them, well worth the money. That you um, have to OF4WD's pay. money goes right back actually to the Minden Hospital. Yeah, so there you go. It's not like the the trail guides are pocketing the cash that you get. It's it's no. always for a good cause. It always. Uh, I know OF4WD's <clears throat> all goes to charity or trail maintenance. Yeah, and I think so. I think one of the things that they do if you are um, uh, you're doing the the donation or the charitable event, it, it, the cost is that the twenty five dollars helps limit the number of people that are interested. Yeah, I guess so. So that way you don't have like a hundred people that are like, oh, sign up, sign up, sign up. Well, usually you have the cutoff numbers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, usually you have X amount of spots to yeah. fill and we'll go from there. Another good uh, suggestion for, for any newbies who want to get out on the trails, look for local events. Like I know we do our show and shine yep. in the fall. Uh, I know most clubs do events like that, coffee nights, uh, show and shine. I think, uh, was it Central Ontario just did a tough truck? Yeah, the Central Ontario did Denver. a tough truck challenge. Yeah. Um, Georgina Jeep Club does one. We also have um, the Canadian Jeep shows coming up. We yeah. have the Shega Jeep Fest. Um, like there's a there's a plethora of events that you can go out to. You can meet people that are local to you. You can yeah. see people with possibly yeah. similar vehicles to yours yeah. that you can totally hook the, up with. The uh, the coffee meets to me is genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. then, like I said, you're just going out, you're bench racing, you're, you're parking lot racing, you're shooting over the breeze over coffee. Yeah. And then you say to him, and someone says, oh, I've done this trail, I've done that trail. Man, your tube's more stock than mine. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, like, they can offer insights for you. If, yeah. Yeah. And, and then then don't it, go wheeling alone. No. That's, do not, that's a big one. Don't go wheeling alone. Do not go wheeling alone. It's Take a great way to get into some trouble, especially if you're brand new. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. Um, get in a spot even, even me, I won't go wheeling alone. 
we can't say anything. We did go wheeling alone the other day. Mm-hmm. But we did have you on speed dial, and you yeah. knew exactly you where had, we you were. You had a plan. You told us. So that's that's. Yeah. So that was yeah. a bit it was different. A low rated trail too. Yeah. It was a low rated trail, but there was um, it was an unknown trail to us, which is very reckless of us to do. But as I said, we did have a plan in place. Uh, Nick knew where we were. You had an idea of where the trailheads were. Yeah. I had the GPS with me. I had the cell. Fo- we had two cell phones. Yeah. And no matter what, we knew we could walk out. Wherever yeah. where we were going. And the trail itself so, wasn't necessarily far from the road. Not no, that and it wasn't. An excuse, it, but, no. Yeah. But I feel like that was probably the most risky thing. And it is something that I will, I do, I'm a bad person because I will tear a strip off somebody if they're like, I'm going really alone. Like, fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going? I'll come with you if yeah. I can. Yeah. No, but um, it was, we were scouting a trail to um, add to our group re- repertoire. Um, we had been on OFRWD website. We had seen it. Um, we had read all the instances. Uh, being the trail director, I knew what the instant trail reports were. So I was looking at all that, and I'm like, I need to go out and take a look at this. We're having issues. I've seen videos. I need to go out and take a look at it. And it uh, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. We completed it um, in a shorter time than what they stated, but we were hustling through. Like, we didn't... And yeah, you, like, were, you were by yourself, so you weren't waiting on anybody. No, yeah, and there, there was, was we weren't stopping to take videos of obstacles. Mm-hmm. No, we were just... Going through, we were waypointing our way through. We yeah. were taking pictures of any ins- like any issues, whatever. Yeah, Whys, yeah. Whys, uh, puddles. Yeah, just making thing. the um, just helping. Uh, just making the trail index a little bit more. Complete. Yeah, helping out Evan to make the trail index <clears throat> as complete as possible. Yeah. So that was probably the one time. But yeah, we uh, I make sure that none of our guys run solo. And uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think it's too terrible. No. Like I feel that's probably the only thing, as you said, don't we alone? Gosh, there's so many instances where you see people and they're stuck in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, they they don't have a way. They don't have a way to self recover. They or they break something breaks yeah. or it's so much, so much stuff and it it can happen so quick. Like when your axle snapped, it was just like like yeah. that, and yeah. you're basically disabled. Um, I, you know, you you hang up on a rock and you tear a brake line. Yep. And you don't have a way to fix it on the trail and you're you're yeah. stuck there. Yep. You know, you, you pop a pop a bead. Yep. Yeah, these are all things that are not far fetched. Not far fetched. Super easy to happen and happen so quickly. Mm. Well the uh, the part that seems like newbies, I don't know if they are or not, but the part that seems to come up rarely sorry, that's surprisingly frequently is the wintertime stucks on, on snowmobile trails. Mm, stay off of OFSC trails. In the May wintertime. 1st to November 1st. In Ontario. In Ontario. But snowmobile... Oh, you know what? I might be wrong about November 1st. Because we wheeled in November. It's some point in November, but... So is it depending on the trail? It might be December 1st. We might, December, it might first. be a change. Yeah, normally you don't even have anywhere close enough to a base by December. So So I'm thinking it's December 1st. But even if it's... There's a lot of November a lot 1st. of people like to say, well, it's an unassumed road. It's it's public access. It's public land. No, you will get you will get fined. You'll get charged for, for being on OFSC trail without proper permit, without Cause, proper vehicle. Because they're yeah. looking after it and yeah. they're grooming it. They're putting it on. And, and for every instant incident like that it, it just gives the sport a bad name it gives it puts a bad light on all of us puts a bad light yeah. on all of us it gives the OFSC um, ammunition to to advocate for basically them having the trail only yeah. well trail closures every yeah. year you know we deal with our trail closures they themselves deal with trail closures because uh, every there's there's bad apples in yeah. every bunch yeah you know and and it sounds like I was bad talking off as see i'm not i like they're advocating for their sport which is great that's what they do mm-hmm. um with the sh- shorter winters that we're getting they need all the time that they can get so i can 100 percent see yeah. why they don't want the trails that they use in the winter time to be torn up in the summertime but at the same time yeah. i like using them in the summertime so yeah because they're fun yeah <laughs> yes. Well, we are um, doing a lot of work this year. I'm meeting with a whole bunch of um, OFSC and uh, CATFA and HATFA and everything like that to mm-hmm. go through a lot of our trails. And it's a very open relationship yeah. between all of our yeah. groups. Oh, no. Great. And they're a great organization. Yeah. All of yeah. them are. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're all trying to find the uh, 
the, the common, common the common ground where everyone can be happy and yeah. it is it is very it'll never difficult. happen it'll always be back i was gonna say no matter what it is very interesting when you're in the meetings and i'm listening of course secondhand and you and you hear the difference of opinions or 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 the sides that people are taking and you're like oh it's because this is your interest this is your your background yeah you know and you think about how much it costs to snowmobile yeah. Like as, as so you got to go out and buy the snowmobile that you can use if you're lucky down down this area if if you're lucky you can use what four weeks of of good riding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you and better then, be putting the cam. And then you put you pay for the trail pass, the insurance, yeah. everything, the maintenance on the snowmobile. Like you want you want those trails in good shape, and that's what the OFSC strives to provide. Yep. Yeah, cost and, per and, miles, uh, with okay. all their satellite clubs. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you got a lot on the line. If you can only go out a couple yeah. weekends a year, that's so yeah. So if somebody drives on a trail in the winter time, screws up that trail, that that ruins it for so many people. Yeah, and then and it, it adds, becomes a, it becomes a hazard. Yeah, yeah. And then as you said, it provides ammunition towards them being like, oh, we need to close these trails to you guys yeah. in the summer and in the winter. Yeah, and also a lot of OFC stuff crosses private property. So if you're on Absolutely. a scooter trail. You, could be on private property. Yeah, you could um, be on a, a lot farmer's of, field. Yeah. Whereas well, where a snowmobile's not going to damage it, but a, a Jeep vehicle. on 40s uh, that's digging down to the ground is, is yeah. disturbing the ground. Not you. Just saying. I was just saying, not I feel you. attacked by that one. No, I just, because your Jeep's big. Ah, uh, Bertha's, Bertha does have a wide yeah. ass, yeah. Mm. No, but... Um, so to recap, to recap, definitely, guys, reach out to your um to your local clubs. Reach out to OF4WD. Um, we even with your questions, OF4WD. I didn't realize how many just emails of questions we get. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing yeah. until I became part of the board. And uh, we do respond quite quickly. Actually, I do have to give them credit. Yeah. We're very quick in our responses of trying to make sure that we're able to help you guys out yeah. um, with any questions. Uh, again, there's a whole bunch of information. There's education courses that are being picked up this year that we're getting back into it since COVID's been. So realistically, there's a lot of resources out there. And mm -hmm. I think the big thing is, is if you're heading out wheeling, listen to your spotters. Yeah. <sighs> Trust Some, your spotters. Trust your spotters. Yeah, when you're in a tight spot, they're, they're, they're your eyes. Yeah. They see things you don't. And no matter how much you think you know what you know, I there's obstacles that I know I will not have anyone except Nick and Mitch spot me. Because I know that they know my vehicle and they know my driving abilities. So. Feel included. Yeah, well, I might <laughs> let you. I might let you spot me. Oh, on might, day. might. Yeah, when you but, stand back and you're like, something's going to hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Whether you choose to believe me or not, it's your choice, right? <laughs> You're going to roll over. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, that's okay then that may have happened. <laughs> that may have happened, and there may have been an instance where I'm not going to do it, dear. I'm not going to roll over. I think you're going to roll over. <laughs> I'm not going to roll. Let's just keep going. That was... Well, I made you very nervous that day. I didn't roll it, though. No. Nope. I was mistaken. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers was pretty stuck. She felt very heavy on the... Uh, her bottom so that's all that mattered to me yeah yeah all right guys i think we're uh, all right. gonna call yeah. it a night and uh, say, but editing will be set yeah so yeah. we've had a, a few here you've had well I, I don't know where the other one went but this is a collective logger from collective arts isn't it from italy no italian no, style not. maybe oh interesting. it's italy it's collective arts yeah, yeah. Think toronto collective arts creativity yeah. Oh, in Hamilton. Oh, Why Hamilton? Is it the, Italy on maybe it? the pictures. Have been oh, there? that's the the artwork on the can. Yeah, it's is, very pretty. The artist is in Italy. Um, at Raw Thirty Three underscore. Oh wow! Well, I had two simply lemonades, one blueberry, or sorry, yeah, one strawberry, and oh, I grabbed a lemonade. I thought it was a blueberry one, but you. First one must have been good. I am. I am a cheap drunk. <laughs> I am a cheap date. Two of these, and I'm I'm starting to feel giggly, I'm warm. So <laughs> and that's I, that's my cue to leave. That's usually when I start sleeping. So I was gonna say like I pass out. Like that's where yeah, we're that's at. that's pretty much where I'm at. So what were you drinking tonight? Uh, of course, way too many bubblies as always. But uh, I just had some IPA. It was just yeah, whatever. I didn't, mm -hmm. I don't even know West Coast maybe. I think. Oh, yeah. Headstock. Hazy. 
No, no. Th- this was like a f- pretty well filtered West Coast Nickelbrook IPA headstock. It's okay. pretty standard. Um, had a little more dry hop than I remember. Because mm-hmm. normally at the West Coast, I think of like a wet. Yeah, like wet grass tasting. Yeah, which is yeah. sometimes not my favorite. No. <laughs> it all depends on what you're in the mood for. See, yeah. the other one was Mad Dog. Yeah, that's that right. The other one. Um, oh, that's right. That one, that one was a move of a supercharged Mad Dog, feed. I think, is Cajun. It's a Lindsay Brewing Company. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, so that's the old pie eye. Oh, very We nice. have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Well, it's a mystery. Yeah. I, I drank half of it through my nose because... He Mitch, shook the can. Mitch shook it up on me. Okay, so one little high school shake, and now we're putting <laughs> fingers in. <laughs> All right, guys, as always, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, our website, wsotrjeeps.ca. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can shoot us an email at wsotrjeeps at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as soon as I can. We're on Facebook and, as I said, at Instagram. You can shoot us a message there. We're very prompt in our responses. And uh, happy trails, guys. Ciao. Bye. That was very good.